What's going on, everybody? This is the Over Six Sports Podcast, and I am Zach the Bandit Burke, and with me, as always, the Turf King, Cameron Charlton. What's going on, Cam? Oh, just another week, getting ready for another Miami Dolphins football game. Trying to get it to six and seven. Just uh, hanging around, ready to uh, get at it again. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, as I said, on the, uh, the recap, I made a bit of a bounce back week. Did you have our stats, by the way? I'm not, I don't remember if we said them last episode, but, um, but I, I know they're not, I mean, I definitely went down again by a couple, by a couple. It probably went down half a percent, 1%, something like that. So it's nothing too earth shattering, but yeah, I'm sitting at 47% for the year. You're down at 43%. I'm still horrible at locks, 22%. You're at forty percent for locks. Okay, so I got a. We still we still got time. Still got six weeks to hype this yeah. up. Two thirds of the way through the year, and let's uh, yeah, let's let's have a good week here, and uh, let's kick it off Sunday at one p.m. Yeah, moving right into it, we have the New York Giants heading to Miami. Miami favored by four here. What am I missing? Well, Mike Glennon is facing the Miami Dolphins defense. Is he? That's all reports I've seen have Mike Glennon playing. I was hearing rumors from at Kramer Cetric that it was Bologna, that perhaps it would be Danny Dimes. I don't think it matters, to be honest. Um, I, I think the line here is just is is saying that Miami possibly you know, a week before the bye, perhaps they're looking forward to their vacation. The Giants coming off a nice win versus the Eagles. Um, maybe the Giants defense is able to do something in Miami's D just has an off week. Uh, I'm not buying it though. I, I'm, I'm really, really not buying it. Um, I, I think that they definitely, <laughs> I think they definitely have a huge chance to, uh, to, to add to this win streak for sure. And four points, you know, it's it's a little higher than maybe you'd like. Obviously, three or two and a half would be great. Uh, but obviously, they showed against the Panthers last week that they can get the job done, whether it's Glennon, whether it's Danny Dimes. Uh, I think that uh, – and you can say, too, like, I mean, Miami really, for the most part, kind of was able to shut down Christian McCaffrey last week. Obviously, he got injured before the game was over. Uh, but early, he didn't have a lot of success. I think they can do the same thing to Saquon Barkley and, uh, and really have a formula to win this game. So I like Miami minus the four. Yeah, this is easy. Like, I'm all over Miami here. You see what they've done to guys like Lamar and Baltimore's offense. They just stack the box, trust in their cornerbacks and the rookie safety and Javon Holland, and just stop you from running the ball. And do we really think Mike Glennon's going to be able to throw it? No. And if Mike Glennon beats you, then Mike Glennon beats you. But, and great on it. But they're going to run Barkley. They're going to run Booker, maybe. Like, they're going to try and run it because they don't have anything else, and I don't see it working. Miami's defense is too good here against this Giants offense. It's really bad. And again, if Tua can get it to Waddle, get it to Gusecki, do what he's done the last few weeks, this game should be easy. So I love Miami here. Well, and let's let's hope that's the case. We want to see Miami move to 6-7 and seven before the bye. Absolutely. Yeah, moving into our second game, we have the Arizona Cardinals heading to Chicago. Arizona favored by 8. Ooh. I'm assuming the line's this high because they're assuming that Kyler Murray's going to be back, right? 
I'd assume so, but I don't even know if that would matter. The Bears haven't been very good, and Colt McCoy's been pretty decent. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think again, I don't think you have to, you know, do too much on this one. I think that um, the Cardinals are going to win this game. I think the money line's no problem. Uh, the eight points again, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of points, uh, but I do think they're probably going to get Kyler back this week. I, I hope D Hop plays this week. Yeah, the Bears just. I mean, the, the, as you said, the Cardinals under Cole McCoy have looked decent. And the Bears have just not looked good. If, and the Bears only put up, what, 16 points on the on the Lions? Like, come on, dude. Like, this Cardinals defense is not that bad. Give me Cardinals minus the eight. Yeah, I don't like mine laying the eight points here, but I'm on the same route. I just don't trust this Bears team enough. Arizona off the bye scares me. Teams haven't been relatively good off the bye, but... Again, I can't bet this Matt Nagy Bears team at all, so I'm on Arizona here as well. Let's go. We have the Philadelphia Eagles staying at MetLife Stadium. This time they are playing the Jets. Philly favored by seven. Mm. Mm. I don't know, man. <laughs> no, I'm all, I'm all over Philly here. I like Philly's going to bounce back. They're in the same stadium they were last week. The Jets aren't very good. I think Philly's going to come out with a better game plan here and be able to figure it out. They really need this bounce back to stay in playoff race, and the Jets aren't very good. So I think Philly showed enough flashes to me that they can figure it out. If Jalen Rager could make a catch, they probably have a good chance of being in that game last week. So they're going to bounce back from what they did last week. I'm all over Philly. Yeah, I'm going to take Philly as well. I'm just looking at the record versus the spread. They're 6-6 six and six this year This year versus the spread. The Jets are 3-8. and eight. And I'm, I hear your voice recurring in my head of don't take bad teams. Now, it's tough when both teams are bad, um, but I think the Eagles here are less bad. And yeah, they and I, I yeah, as you as you said, there definitely is something to to staying in the same spot on the road. It's it the Jets have less of an advantage with really no travel time. So um I'm expecting that nice bounce back from Philly. And uh yeah, give me give me Philly minus the points. Yeah, moving into the next game, we have the Indianapolis Colts heading to Houston. Indy favored by nine. You gotta take the Colts. Yeah, I gotta take the Colts but I don't like it this is one that I really want to just tease down like a six point teaser get it down to three throw Arizona in that like I really like that but uh yeah nine scares me but again I gotta go Jonathan Taylor's the best running back in the NFL right now they're just gonna be able to run it down Houston Houston's D's not good Houston's not that good of a football team Tyrod's okay and but no I'm all over Indy as well here I think that yeah, Jonathan Taylor is just going to continue having his massive year, and this is this is this game is no different than any other game that he's absolutely exposed teams. And again, this comes back to don't take the points on bad teams, as you said. I, this is not one that I'm interested in doing. I mean, nine points is a lot, um, but Indy's shown that they can take teams like the Bills and beat them by nine points. They've done it to a couple of teams this year where they've they've really covered some nice spreads. And so a, a Texans team that really didn't show me that much last week when they definitely should have. If you can't beat the Jets um, or even co- like you can't even come close to covering, then, yeah, I'm not interested. Give me the uh, give me the Colts minus the nine. Yeah, moving along. We have the L.A. Chargers heading to Cincy. Cincy favored by three points here. Common knowledge here says we bet the Chargers on the road, but I can't do it. Joe Mixon's looks so good, and the Chargers cannot stop the run. They are just so bad against the run. Joe Mixon's going to go off here, and the Chargers are going to win this game. I mean, Bengals are going to win this game. Yeah, Bengals are definitely going to win this game. 
Uh, give me Bengals minus the three as well. We're pretty chalky across the board. Maybe we're missing something. Maybe one of these games is is going to you know, jump out at us, which it probably will. We'll probably lose one of these. But um, the performance that the Bengals put up against the Steelers last week, I think they can do the exact same thing to the Chargers. And the Chargers defense uh, is probably worse than the Steelers. Um, and I just... I just see another loss for this Chargers team, and they're just going to keep slipping farther and farther behind. Yeah, the only thing that scares me here is since he just coming off a big divisional win, blowout of the Steelers. It could be a letdown, but still three points, going to stay that side. Yeah, no, I mean, it could be a push game as well. Like, it's very possible, right? Like, it could be right there. Um, but again, Bengals have just been hot. They just, they really have been hot. And if their defense can, can step up and, and really put some pressure on Herbert, then they could have a lot of success in this game. Yeah, moving along to Tampa Bay, heading to Atlanta. Tampa Bay favored by 11. Woof. Um, that's a lot. Oh, geez, that's a lot of points. But then I got to take the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, it's the Falcons a lot of have points. put up zero points in this year before. Give me the Buccaneers minus 11. Give me the Bucks minus 11. Don't care. Falcons make cover, but I, I just, again, I just, you shut down Kyle Pitts and the game's over. And I know they got quarter Al Patterson, and maybe he'll have himself a game as well, but the Bucs are pretty good against the run and not so good against the against the pass. And, well, Matt Ryan doesn't know how to do that anymore. And Kyle Pitts, if, if you, all you got to do, you double that guy. Carter Patterson's not going to go for 250 yards receiving and three touchdowns. Um, the Falcons' defense is awful, 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 awful. They've been exposed multiple times this year. Tom Brady should have a nice, uh, another nice game here. Uh, I mean, they, you have no Antonio Brown. He's doubtful for this week, but you still have so many others. Gronk could have a massive week versus the Falcons this week. Jeez, like this guy could easily have two touchdowns, maybe even three. We're going to find out, but I like the Bucks minus the number. I think I got to go Atlanta here, and I hate it. You said the Bucks are good against the run, so I don't know why you mentioned Patterson because he's a wide receiver. He's not a running back. Uh, Pitts, I think he can have a bit he's of a, a game. He's a wide receiver I think Matt... running back safety. Yeah, he's a wide receiver. He's not a running back, but uh, I think they're just going to find a way to keep this close. Tampa's really started, especially without Antonio Brown out, running the ball a lot. So what does that do? That brings the game a lot closer. You run into the clock out a lot more. You kind of play less plays. So I don't like it, but 11 points is too much in this game, I think. I think Cordell Patterson can have a game. I think Pitts can find some space because this defense doesn't know what to do against that. So to me, I'm going to go Atlanta plus 11 here. I don't like Ooh. betting on Atlanta, though. Picking a bad team against a good team. We'll see how that pays off for you. This is the first game of so far that we've been on opposite sides. Yeah, first game we've been on opposite side. Moving into the last 1 p.m. game, we have Minnesota heading to Detroit. Mini favored by seven. You got to go the Vikings minus seven here. I mean, they like to keep games close, as we know. Uh, but, hey, a one-possession game, you win by eight points as they lost last week. That's a cover. And, frankly, again, for Mini, having lost last week in a, in a not-so-good fashion, you still have a chance to make the playoffs here. you got to start rattling some wins off. What a, what a, There's no better time 
and no easier layup game than against the Detroit Lions. And it's the time of the year where the Lions, it, like, you can start fading them towards the end of the year like this because, you, I mean, you could argue, well, they've got nothing to play for. Yeah, they've got nothing to play for. Nothing. You like they, Not for Dan Campbell, not for anybody. Their time has come, and I think the Vikings take care of business. Even though they're not going to have Dalvin Cook, they still have enough weapons to cover the spread at minus seven. Yeah, here you just got to be all over Minnesota here. They still need wins to make the playoffs, so they need this badly. They're going to want to run it up on Detroit a bunch. Everybody's going to have a big game. Alexander Madison has showed he can be really capable when Dalvin Cook is out of the lineup. And... Like, here's the thing. The Vikings have been up by at least seven points in every single game this season. And they have a losing record. Pretty crazy stat. So you just do that, and they're only favored by seven against this Detroit team. They're going to find a way to hang on because Jared Goff sucks. He's not going to be able to start a comeback. So I really like Minnesota here. Yeah, I agree. Just another game that we're, uh, we're on the same side. Moving along, Sunday, 4 p.m., we have Jacksonville heading to the L.A. Rams. LA Rams favored by 13. You know I'm going to do it, right? You're not going Jags again, are you? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Give me Jacksonville plus 13. I mean, this is the Sabres. I've, I've brought this up multiple times this year, but this is the Sabres all over again. One of these games has to be wrong. One of these big spread games has to be wrong. And what a better spot than Jacksonville here to be able to, you know, just keep the game close. You know, Stafford's banged up, fighting injuries. Maybe they shock and awe. Maybe their defense comes up with some nice plays. Maybe they run back a, a kickoff for a, for a touchdown. I mean, dude, 13 points. You got to win by two touchdowns. Garbage time touchdown comes into play. They could lose by nine. They could lose by 10. They could, you know, they could lose by, I don't know, 11, 12. Anything up to thirteen, even a push at thirteen, I'm good with that. Um, yeah, give me the give me the Jags. I think this is going to be my one spot where I'm going to take the take the underdog, take the big spread of points. I just don't have any faith in 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 the Rams right now. And maybe this is a spot where they get right and 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 cover and just blow them out. But maybe the Jags, those pesky pesky Jags, can just sneak in a cover. No, fade Urban Meyer. End of story. I think this LA Rams team is going to figure it out. They need to win, and they need to win big. They've struggled a lot recently coming off a few losses in a row. Matt Stafford is going to step up, figure out his game. Daryl Henderson could go off this game against the Jags. I just think they're going to be a much better team here, and they're going to find a way to win this and win this big. I can't bet on Urban Meyer. It's not going to happen. I got to do it. I'm just going to keep doing it. Eventually, it's going to work. Moving along, Washington football team heading to Vegas to face the Raiders. Raiders two and a half point favorites. Ooh, I don't really have a good feeling on either of these teams. So end of day, two and a half points. I'm just gonna go common betting knowledge here. Take the two and a half and bet the Raiders. I'm gonna take the Raiders as well. You got Washington coming off a short week. Really nice win over Seattle. I'm as I said in the in the in the recap. I'm still not sold on Washington. Um, you know, Vegas, again, they, they still have a chance to, you know, they still have a chance at the playoffs. It's not quite, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little bit tougher, but you know, if they win some games down the stretch here, they, they've definitely got a shot. Um, and yeah, I mean, if, if, if any, if, you know, last week was an indication of anything, they definitely, definitely can play some good, uh, football. Uh, Waller could have a game here. Renfro could, if he can stretch the field and Derek Carr can 
play like the Derek Carr that we know he can play like, then yeah, I think they definitely have uh, have a good spot. So, yeah, give me Raiders minus the two and a half as well. Yep, I like it. Moving along, we have Baltimore heading to Pittsburgh. Baltimore favored by four and a half points. You got to take the Ravens here. You have to take the Ravens in this spot. You could say, okay, so, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Steelers are, uh, I believe the Steelers are a, a closure-eye special in this spot. Lost by more than 20, and they are now dogs um, the next game. So are they a closure-eye special? I don't like the Steelers minus four. I don't, sorry, plus four and a half or whatever. Was it four and a half or four? Four and a half. I, I just don't think that. I don't think that the Ravens can play as poorly as they did last week. They played absolutely horrible, um, and I just think that Lamar needs to have another statement game. They also need to win games. Like, to, to get themselves some nice playoff seating here, they also need to win games. And the Steelers, I for me right now, from what I've seen the last couple of weeks, for what Big Ben can do, um, they're, they're just in auto-fade mode for me right now. So give me the, give me the Ravens minus the number. Yeah, I mean, Big Ben two weeks ago was quite good. Last week, he was absolutely horrendous. This division, I always like taking it to a one possession because 90% of the time in this division, games stay within three points, no matter who's good, who's bad. But this week, I just got to go with Baltimore. They came off kind of an embarrassing performance. I know they got the win. Lamar's going to be embarrassed by that four interceptions, and he's going to come out big. They're going to find a way to win this and win this by a touchdown. I think Lamar's going to have a big bounce-back game. And I think Pittsburgh's going to be better than they were last week. I just don't think it's enough to get the job done. I think Baltimore is the better team. Well, this could be a 28-21 game. Like if Big Ben yeah. plays a little better, scores 21 points. But I think Lamar is definitely going to be able to um, – I, I think he's going to try to use his legs a little bit. You know, I, I don't think he's going to throw four picks again. I can tell you that for free. Yeah, I just think he's going to have a better game here. And I think that both teams are going to come out better than they were last week. But I think at the end of the day that Baltimore is going to find a way to get the job done yep. and buy enough. For sure. Moving along to the last 4 p.m. game, we have San Fran heading to Seattle. San Fran favored by three and a half. Makes me really nervous that there's a lot of games that I feel like I have an absolute certainty on what's going to happen. That makes that, yeah, that, that means me, it's like a seven and eight week. Like that's what it feels like. An eight and seven, a seven, eight week, 50% down the split. Uh, I don't know, dude. 49ers sh- should cover this number. I wasn't high on San Fran at the beginning of the year. I shouldn't be high on the Seattle team. And I said last week was going to be the last time I take them if they don't show up. But again, just another week with Russ's hand. I think he's going to get healthier. He's going to feel better. Three and a half points in a divisional game at home in Seattle where it's a huge advantage. I think they're going to try something super different with the offense. I think a bringing in APs just kind of something of that, that they're going to switch it up. They need to do something massive here. Their defense actually has been quite good. If you look at the numbers, their defense has been quite good. So I just think Seattle's going to find a way of keeping this game close and maybe win and show what they should be as a team. I'm changing my mind mid-pick mid because I totally forgot that Debo's not playing. So Debo not playing changes things for me a little bit because I just don't think like Seattle or sorry, San Francisco just doesn't have their go-to guy right now. And I mean, Elijah Mitchell will still have a nice game and they have some other options that they can throw to. But anytime your number one guy goes out, it can throw a wrench in the offense, right? It can, it can absolutely have make you have to look at other options. And if you take that split second to look to somebody else, cause you do, you know where Debo is on the field at all times and your default is dump it off to him. Well, now you don't have that anymore. So now you're going to have to take a little bit longer to think. 
Um, I don't like the Rust angle as much because he has looked bad in back-to-back weeks. But I do think that the, the Debo factor is definitely going to have an impact on San Francisco. So give me Seattle plus three and a half. And it's also on that betting side too where we, you like that three and a half spot. And at home at three and a half, it's not a bad, not a bad go. Yeah, I like it. Three and a half divisional game in a tough division where Seattle should be better. And I think San Fran's playing slightly above. I like it. You talked me out of it. Moving moving into the Sunday nighter. We have Denver heading to KC. Denver off a big win. KC off the bye. KC favored by 10. Too many points for a team that doesn't cover. What am I missing here? Denver's had two really good wins the last three weeks. Their defense has looked pretty good. Teams that are not good off the bye. KC overall this year hasn't been great. They've looked a lot better recently. What am I missing that this is 10 points? That's a great question, man. I, I don't know. I mean, like talk about Denver like being a decent team and they're six and five against the spread, right? They're they're six and five. They have a six and five record. Like they, they just when they win, they cover. When they don't win, like this would suggest the spread, by the way, that they win. When they win, they cover. When they, it's probably not exactly that, but that's what the numbers suggest. Um, I, I just, I look at this and say, okay, KC minus two and a half, I can, I can get on board with, right? I can definitely get on board with this, this two and a half, three, or, you know, three and a half, KC plus two. Like, I, I can get on board. KC minus ten. I have seen nothing this year that convinces me on minus ten, and, I mean, what, what, what do we say about what's his face on the road? Teddy Bridgewater just covers on the road. And where are the Broncos this week? On the road and 10-point dogs. Give me Broncos plus 10. Love it. Love it as well. Moving into the Monday Nighter, we have New England heading to Buffalo. Buffalo, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Ooh. See, that's a nice little number they got there. Ah, Patriots, but oh, my God. They, They can't continue to win, right? I'm all over the Patriots here. Buffalo doesn't run the ball. Well, actually, Matt Breed has looked okay recently. What does New England and Bill Belichick do? They shut down your best option. So that's going to be any passing game. Really digs for the most part. Josh Allen's looked flawed, and New England has a good defense and a good secondary. I like New England here. I think New England is going to win this game, and I think they're going to win the division. So taking them as two-and-a-half-point dogs, I know it's the wrong side of that two-and-a-half, but I like New England here. I'm going the opposite of what I said I was going to go off of. I'm going to take the Bills because we have way too many chalky picks. We need a couple to separate it. Um, <clears throat> but overall, I do have conviction that I think the Bills are able to to really shut it down here and tie it back up, man. They, they're they one game back in this division. I think that this means a whole lot to both teams, but especially the Bills. They've heard a lot of noise, and I bet you that they are sick and tired uh, of this Patriots team always winning this division. Um, you're going to be in front of an absolutely bananas uh, Buffalo crowd uh, on Monday night. Prime time. They're going to get the job done. Stop this Patriots winning streak. And make the rest of the like make the, this stretch down the the rest of the way. They're gonna make it interesting because if the Patriots win this game, they're up two, and I, their their schedule is pretty friendly. So, um, yeah, man, I, I I gotta go Bills at the two and a half. The betting line backs that up. Let's go Bills. I guess I don't know. It, it's it's it's. <laughs> I don't I don't feel good about it too because every time I bet against the Titans recently, it's been not so good. So. 
Yep. So moving along for our locks. What do we want to do this week, Burke? It hasn't worked out well recently. Well, I feel awkward just doing one lock. Yeah, no, we got to go two locks here. But what order do we do? We got to do something different. Um, like, I mean, I don't know. I like. I guess we could do you take two and I take two. Again, we can, we can go back to that well. I don't know what else we can you do wanna, that's different. You want to go first for your two or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'm going to let you go first and you can put the pressure on me. That's fine because you're usually wrong. <laughs> All right. For my... <laughs> For my first lock of the week, I'm going Broncos plus 10. It's just everything about this game seems so wrong. I know when it seems wrong, this is going to be where KC looks like KC. They put up like 40 points on the Broncos and win big. But just too many things go this way that I feel really good about the Broncos covering this. I don't think they're going to win the game. But divisional game plus 10, Teddy on the road, KC off a bye. Everything points to plus 10 for the Broncos. So I'm all over it. Second lock of the week, I'm going to just keep going to the well. Dolphins, that number seems wrong too. Dolphins minus four over the Giants, especially if Mike Lennon's going. How many points are they putting up? Are they as are they going to put up as many points as Cam Newton can? Less, more, I don't know. So 10 seems like a good number. So Miami covering this four points, I really like. Yeah, you, Those are my locks. You, you've got Miami a couple times. We've hit two weeks in a row on Miami. I'm 3-0 and on my locks when taking Miami this year. Ooh. I mean, that's, that's a good number. Uh, all right, well, I'll kick it off. Uh, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings of the Detroit Lions minus seven. Um, to me, I, as I said before, I just I just think this is one of those spots for, for Minnesota where you have to have this dub. And I know you like to keep games close, but for the love of God, get a game done against a team that sucks. Like th- this um, – one sec. <coughs> Sorry, I had a cough there. Um, this team, I mean, dude, they, they need to have one of these blow wins and get this offense rocking again. Jefferson needs to have a nice big game here. Uh, Kirk's actually looked not too bad, and he's not in prime time, so that makes me feel pretty darn good. So Vikings minus seven. That's lock number one. Uh, lock number two. Um, hmm. There's a lot of interesting spots here. Um that I, man, I, I, I struggle. I, should I pick the Jags? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not taking the Jags plus 13. That'd be pretty wild. Um, all right. Give me the, uh, so I just changed my mind. Give me the Baltimore Ravens minus four and a half versus the Steelers. I'm going to go, uh, you know, I, I've really liked Baltimore this year overall, and on the road, yeah, maybe the Steelers have themselves a good game. I'm relying on Lamar Jackson to not just be second-half Lamar Jackson. I need a full game, four quarters, Lamar Jackson. Have yourself a game, big guy. Run it for 300 yards. Throw four touchdowns. Run in for two touchdowns. 50 fantasy points. Let's fucking go, Lamar Jackson. Have a just, just have a game for us. Just do us one solid. Playoffs are coming up in fantasy. We need a big game from you. Cam needs a big game from you. I need a big game from you. Let's go. So the plus side, I don't think I can have a good week and you have a horrible week again. I don't think that's possible because we have too many picks the same this week. So let's just go on my side. Let's keep my momentum going and hopefully it carries over to your picks this week. We'll choose a lot of the same. Yes. I've worked, like Honestly... I like when we both have good weeks. I don't want you to have a bad week. That, that that's just no fun. It just so happens that you and I the last couple of weeks have been on opposite sides and I've and I've eaten the bullet on it. So hopefully my apology 
to the fans, to everybody listening my that I did on the recap show. Hopefully that uh, can bring some good juju. Uh, let me ask you one more thing before we sign it off till next week. What of all these games? Give me your favorite dog play, and it can be money line, it can be spread. Uh, but give give me a give, uh, I kind of like a money line dog. That that's kind of where I'm leaning. Give, give me someone who you're liking on the money line to make it to do a nice upset this week. Oh, that one's tough. Throwing me on the spot here too. I don't like that. But let's go. I guess I got to go Seattle. They're one of the few dogs that I think will cover this week. I don't like going to Seattle. I mean, ideally, I would have gone the Thursday nighter because. I mean, we're recording this before it's played, so I liked the Saints winning that game. But Sunday, I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks winning that game. Money line. See, I'm surprised that you didn't go with the New England Patriots, which that's the one that I'm going to say because they are dogs uh, on the road. Again, I picked the Bills. But out of all of the games that we've picked, this is one that I absolutely could see the other side winning money line straight out. Um I think it like really I, I do believe it is a coin flip. I can make a case for the Bills for sure. Um, but I did say that I was going to give the Patriots some love. So here's the love. I still think the Bills are going to cover this game. In the event that they don't, um, that means the Patriots have money line. I'm hedging happiness here. But I, I do realistically think that, you know, the Patriots do have a legit chance of winning this game. And, you know, if 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 that if that means the Bills don't cover, so be it. Yeah, actually, that's probably my favorite spot, but that was my mistake for only looking at Sunday games. That Monday nighter is definitely a crazy one, and I think it'll be a good one. Well, and as you picked the Patriots, so, I mean, it would work would have worked better for you. But as I said, like, I'm going against what I said, but I still think that of all of them, if I'm going to be wrong on one of them, I could, you know, I can make a case of that. That would be the one. All right, well, that's going to be an awesome weekend of football. At least this week, there's not as many, like, pick games, so to speak, right? Like, this actually could be a chalky week. If everything works out to fruition, our analysis is good, you know, everybody shows up to play, people don't lay an egg and let a sub-500 team beat a 500 team, then we actually might have an okay week. I would think. Yeah, I mean, let's hope. I feel like I'm a little chalky this week, which scares me, but, uh, I mean, chalky has been good this year, so hopefully it keeps up. Let's go, Jags. Jake's going to cover this week. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Over6 Sports, at Zach Over6, and at C Charlton Turf. And for the Over6 Sports Podcast, I am Zach the Man at Burke, and with me is the Turf King. Cameron, Jags will lose by a lot, Charlton. <laughs> Jags will win by our <laughs> Jags will not win. Jags will cover the 13 Charlton. Thank you for listening to Over6 Sports, and we will chat with you next week.